podcast. This week was Hanto's pick. Hanto, what did you pick this week? I picked Empire Records from 1997? Five. Five. Oh, way <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, you said this is one of your favorite movies? No, no. That was incorrect. Why did you, why'd you pick this movie? <laughs> um... In honor of Record Store Day. Today is Record Store Day. Yep. There you go. That, that totally just we're, dated the podcast. Yeah. Sure. We're gonna, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, actually, before we dive into this movie, let's talk about some things we've watched recently. Because we haven't really talked about that in a while. Um, I watched... Me and Chris watched this on a whim. I saw a little bit of the first one, but I got to watch the whole second one. We watched Neighbors 2. Okay. How do you, th- what do you oh, think? Oh, man. We were rolling. Because I actually kind of enjoyed the first one. Okay. This one blows the first one away. Oh, wow. Yeah, the second one was a blast. And me, Matt, also watched, was it Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates? I, oh, yeah. I kind of started that. So me and Matt were talking the other night, and if someone came to us 15 years, or like we'll say 10 years earlier, like future Chris came up to like me. Oh, so it was like time travel now? It's time travel. And you're like, hey, man, in 10 years, you're going to think Zac Efron's hysterical. I'm like, what are you talking about? I know, right? And then I disappear. And I agree. <laughs> Wait, is it, well, it's the same thing with like Justin Timberlake. Like, I don't even think like, like... He's actually a legit kind of good at acting yeah he's good at acting yeah. and he's like pretty funny and like i don't think anybody could have told me that like 15 years ago you yeah. know when like nsync was around and i'd be like no not him That's so funny. i'm like so who should we call right now who's gonna be funny in 10 years well not even just funny i also thought to myself if i can go back and me in the theaters watching scorpion king and then i'm like chris i'm like yeah why i'm trying to watch a movie <laughs> and be like the rock is gonna be the biggest actor in the world and you're gonna absolutely love him like this guy and then, like, yeah, I'm like, and just disappear. You erase yourself from the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not going to get to see you're it. You're not supposed to know that knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, The Rock, man. The Rock is probably the best action I, star. You out know, there. I can see that, though. I can see, He's like. He's, like, the only action star because you got to compare him to, like, we, we don't have, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's, like, our Arnold Schwarzenegger. But you got, you got your Jason Statham. You got your Vin Diesel. Sure. Um, speaking of Segway, oh. me and Hanto saw The Fate of the Furious. Not not together, though. No, we did not. Yeah, separate. separate. And I wanted to do a podcast on it, but Matt refused. Because yeah, I, I, didn't, I think we should. I just don't like those movies. But you, you've seen seven of them, you right? Might, okay, it's not that you I don't might, like you them. Actually, you might like this one. I just don't care for them. Chris told me that... The opening weekend, the world opening weekend for Fast and Furious oh, yeah. beat out Star Wars. And you got really sad, didn't you? Well, that he didn't believe be, me. That he can't said, be right. Be something wrong. Yeah. Something's, something's wrong. Something's up, man. Yeah. Something's fishy. There's no way that like there's it's just George Lucas <laughs> buying all those tickets. <laughs> there's more Fast and Furious fans than there are Star Wars fans. Yeah, I believe it. Like, there's more diehard people that are like we have to see this opening weekend as a, as opposed to like. Well, think, Star Wars, like, and Star Wars had an extra day. Well, think about it. We we thought we uh, not enough people would vote for Trump, and now we have him as president. So something's going wrong, right? Like yeah. something like voting. Well, on top of that, it's a government conspiracy. <laughs> at, the, at, at that opening weekend, Fate of the Furious hadn't even opened in all the countries yet. There were still a lot of countries that hadn't That's opened up yet. So say. it's still gonna pull in a lot more. That's crazy, though. Like, well, I think that this movie should appeal to everybody. I mean, because. I don't know. I feel like you got your action stars, but they, the movie's kind of goofy. So people who aren't into like, you know, I, I, it just I can't really explain. It. I just think it applies to everybody. But like none of them besides like one are like good. I'd like to see the like uh, re- really good. Yeah, like where are? it's just like no, this no. is like five is amazing. I think. Like not a single one in that entire canon of movies is like five is like what kind of where it got its like sense of style or 
Well, I think four kind of brought it back up. I think self awareness in five. I think yeah, but there's yes. not like yeah. one in there that's like a great movie where it's like that's why this series five is. that's you, why the series kicks what, what, ass. Five is like, the one with the they uh, go to Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, and they tie the uh, the vault, the bank vault. Yeah, to they the kill. Back of the, they kill hundreds of millions of people, and just buildings destroy everywhere. Yeah. It's amazing. That that that's probably the movie that might be my favorite out of all of them. Oh no, I think Six. Uh, I think Fate actually might be my new favorite. Really. I mean, like, Tokyo Drift will always be my favorite. Oh, obviously. <laughs> but Fate of the Furious might be my second favorite. Okay, but it's, I, I don't hate those movies. I just don't see, like, why they're so great. I think they're just fun. It's yeah, just I think it's fun. Just, but it's you just, know what? Okay, it's just dumb fun. But the Fast and Furious movie, that this t- that is, to me, what, like, if Resident Evil was like, oh, by the way, Resident Evil 8, it's the most successful movie in the world. But those movies like, aren't really, like, they're, like, just barely successful. Or, like, the Underworld movies, where it's just, like, who keeps asking for these? And it's, like, the same thing with James Bond. At this point, don't you think... What was the eighth James Bond movie? Um, I will give you that. The James Bond movies, like, they just don't know what to do with them anymore. Yeah. Well, even at that point, don't you think people are like, oh, man, an eighth James Bond? Like, seriously? Well, I guess... I think a womanizing secret agent's kind of, like... Well, it helps. It's not, in the, it's not in the right time frame right now, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> All the uh, things that make James Bond or made James Bond James but Bond, with, or with James Bond, it kind of helps that they have books <clears throat> to kind of go off. I give you that. Yeah, well, these are all based on books too. No, by John Grisham. Yeah, your Mad Libs, <laughs> the best <Vesker's> Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> and then car drives into adjective, now. Yeah, adjective. <laughs> say say vehicle name, uh, submarine. Like, oh, <laughs> that's good. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Tyrese doesn't know what to do. <laughs> How to put snow tires on his car. <laughs> um, what else did we watch? I don't think I've watched anything like really worth mentioning. I watched Rent, which uh, I'm not huge into musicals, but I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, we saw. We all three of us saw Logan. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah we haven't talked about though. Logan. Yeah. yeah, what do we think of it? We all loved it. I think it was pretty solid. I liked it. It wasn't yeah. a fun watch, but it, I no, liked it. No, it's pretty. I mean. Compared to all the superhero movies, it's pretty grim and dark. And... It's like the Virgin Suicides movie, version of a Marvel <laughs> so movie. <sad. laughs> Very, it's actually a religion sad movie. It's just not a fun watch. I'm yeah. not gonna rank all the X Men, but I would put top two. I put First Class, then Logan though. Logan's really? up there. Logan's up okay. there. It's like yeah, Logan's there. definitely up there. I still, First Class is still my. There's favorite. a ton of shit movies in that in that franchise. I think X Two though was X Men. Yeah, X Men Two. That's where it was like it was perfect. Yeah, and for some reason they didn't follow that formula like ever again. No, no, they just got. I think because Brian Singer left after that second movie, and I think yeah. they struggled to figure out what to do, and then they just rebooted with the First Class, which I remember when First Class came out, I was like, "This is gonna be stupid." They're like, "Yeah, it's an origin story about these characters you don't know." I'm like, "Great, they're cashing in on the yeah whole X Men thing," and I was like, "Okay, this is an amazing movie." Never the mind. only yeah. I think the what what the X Men series kind of suffers from is that they don't have like a clear vision. They treat every movie as like a standalone almost. Pretty much. And they yeah. have no clear direction as where they're building it up to. Sometimes it feels like it's just licensing. Like start, like the, like what they did with Spider-Man. And Sony, oh man. Sony, my favorite studio in the oh, world. Oh yeah. Refer to our... Uh, every podcast. Uh, every podcast where bashes Sony. Yeah. He loves the PlayStation, but he hates their <laughs> they movie. Just they just can't do those movies. Well, like, and that's what it feels like with the X-Men. Though. I feel like they're like, we need to hold on to the rights. Like, just keep making movies. Yeah. Like, well, did Sony make all the X-Men? No, yeah. no. Or no, Fox, I'm sorry, dude. that's Fox. Yeah. So that disregards your disregard right. everything I just said. <laughs> Sony, you're doing great. Sony, you're doing a great job. But no, it's like that they have to hold on to the license. So it's like just like okay, release any X Men movie. Yeah. And well, I think I don't think there's a lot of bad ones. I, I like the they original with, trilogy. They did it with Fantastic Four. That was oh, Fox, man. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah 
I think. But what does yeah. it have to do with X Men? But it's just like they have to hold on to the license, and in order to hold on to that license, they, they have to release a product. Yeah, I didn't take it that and way. And that's with what the Sony. X-Men. That's what Sony did with Spider Man. I think we're talking about X Men. I know. I'm just saying, like with X Men, it's not. It doesn't feel like they're actually like what you're saying. There's a consistent storyline going on. No, he just said there wasn't. Hunter said there isn't a consistent. You can listen to anything I'm saying. Yeah, he definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that there's no consistent story going on. With, but they need to hold on to the license so they just keep releasing. I don't think movies. that's what X Men's doing. Yeah, I think it is. I, th- I, I don't think, think so. I think, at all. It is, I think it's 100 percent what's going on. No, I think they're just. I mean, because what? How many movies at this point? Because if Fox doesn't have that property, they don't have like no franchise under. Because their they're right. on the, everyone. All those other studios are on the verge of losing their properties over to, the, to um, Disney. Yeah, they have like a certain time frame. Basically, that's what happened to kind of with Spider Man. But eventually, they uh, Sony reached a deal with um, Marvel and Disney. And that's why they're able to make the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, okay. Well, I know yeah. that. Yeah, I understand that point. I just don't think I don't see that with X-Men. That's I just all. think X-Men's done, and they're just kind of like yeah. with Logan. I think that's their, their last their last chance. Like because like Wolverine was the focus of all those X-Men movies, so it's like who are we gonna follow now? Yeah, you know, like seriously, like what are they gonna do with that series? I mean, like no one else is remotely interesting in those movies, except and for maybe James McAvoy. And I've heard I heard of, I haven't seen Apocalypse, and I'll oh, eventually dude, watch it. But so I heard it is not, bad. It's so not good. I heard it's really bad. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, dive into Empire Records. Our, our cold open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have right. a moment of silence. For... That was our Star Wars crawl for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for Empire Records, so much happens in this movie that we kind of think it's best to just kind of go through the characters and that way it'll kind of like open up scenes and everything. So we'll start off with Joe. Joe is the manager of this Empire Records. And basically, he is the most um, laid-back manager you'll ever meet. He yeah. plays the drums. Um, he goes outside, <laughs> and he kind of attempts to do a pull-up. Yeah, what kind of hobbies is he, is he into? <laughs> oh, um, half pull-ups. Not like doing half pull-ups, but like getting just ready to do a pull-up. Yeah, it's just like hanging. Uh, drumming. Um, that's it. That's and then all beating, he does. beating up his employees? In front of customers. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about the plot of the movie. Basically, the plot is we have a character named Lucas, who is supposed to turn all the, the earnings from one night in... To the bank that evening or whatever, yeah. And he finds out that the store is gonna be sold to like a like a a multi chain of record the, stores, a Circuit City music town. Yeah, Circuit. It's City. about to get turned into a Circuit City. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna take the money we earned today. I'm gonna go gamble it. And he takes nine thousand dollars mm-hmm. to the casino, doubles it to eighteen thousand dollars, and he says, okay, if I double this, then I'll be set I get, for I life. Get, I, yeah. I'll skip town. Don't have to talk to anybody. And I'll just be good to go. Yeah, good to go. He basically goes, if I double this money, I can save Empire Records. Well, I did the math on this, okay? Oh, okay. God. Here we because go. Because he yeah, has I, to turn... Okay. I'm a little confused by the math in this movie. Well, he says he has 9,000... math in general. Well, I'm going to explain it to you. Can I talk? Can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I was my math teacher. Like, <laughs> just interrupting. Can, we, can, we, can I teach? Can, start, can, can I, I teach? <laughs> so he has $9,000. He has to turn in from that day. He doubles it to eighteen. And if he doubles it again, that's thirty six. Minus the nine thousand dollars he has to turn in that night for that day. So basically, to keep Empire Records is twenty seven thousand dollars. Which, if you look at it, that's not get a business loan. I mean, it's twenty seven thousand dollars. Sure. Wait, no, it wasn't twenty seven thousand. Yeah, I thought it was just the nine. Yeah, I think it was just nine thousand. It was just nine. Oh, no, 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 to save Empire Records. Yeah, he just okay. had, he just had nine thousand in the bank. The bank. And my From, question. Okay, here's my other question though. He made nine thousand dollars. Is that nine thousand dollars in one day? Like, did he count out nine? I think it's probably it's probably for the week. I don't think they do it every day, like a deposit every day. They might. Why not? Well, he asked him like to shut up. Like he's like shut down and count the money twice. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. So is that like they made nine thousand in one day? No, I think it was just over the course of the week. Okay. Can we talk about this opening scene? Yeah. With this girl that comes. Go for it. Take us away. Yeah. Okay. So the movie starts off with him. He's like, okay, I'm closing the record store down. He's like, there's three rules. He's like, don't touch Joe's cigars, drumsticks, or beer. And he's like, make sure you count the money twice. So he's closing the store down by himself. By the way, oh, this 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 frustrated me. This the store is open till midnight. Yeah. So he's literally there probably till like two in the morning counting money. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, and at one point he's by himself and this girl knocks on the door at way past midnight and she says, I got to get one thing. Like it's a convenience store. Yeah. And he's like, no, he's like, we're closed. Sorry. You got to come back. And she, you know, she begs him and then he opens the door and they kind of like allude to them. Like they definitely some, yeah. about something about to happen. Yeah. And like, she's going to have sex with him and they cut from that. And it's just him taking the money to Atlantic City, right? No, I think he's like has sunglasses, he's smoking a cigar, counting money. Oh yeah, yeah, it's my bad. So yeah, I think they so, definitely do like kind of uh, bang one out. So my question is, why, why did they open the movie this way? It has like literally nothing to do. It has nothing to do. And you think it's gonna lead to something else? Yeah, like never she, I thought she was gonna steal the money. I kind of did too. I I had seen this movie like three times before, and I still kind of thought I was like, oh, maybe she steals the money. And then he oh. has to chase her down to Atlantic City, and then just like a whole yeah. other movie right there. So Pretty what? Is, yeah. So why did they? What's the point of this girl showing up and them banging it out, and then him like going to Atlantic like City just like, to show that he's like a carefree dude? You know, I guess. Well, actually, I think that's a good segue into talking about how a lot of the scenes really don't move the story forward at all. No. Yeah. But I will. Okay. I'm not going to say I love this movie because it's the movie is. But it's, I really love this movie. But it's iconic. <laughs> yeah. I think, and you, I know you'll agree with me, but I think this movie is entertaining from beginning to end. I will say that 100. percent I think the characters. I think it's more of. Um, it's more of a guilty pleasure, I feel like, for me. Yeah, but it's, you're, you're entertaining. Yeah, time. sure. And I think the characters are strong enough, even though some of them, their actions are ridiculous and their connections with other people are yeah. ridiculous. There's still enough that you're paying attention to these characters. Yeah. Well, you know what it is. It's a, the whole like way the movie's set up. It's a TV show. It's a sitcom that's two sure. hours long. That's actually, we're, yeah. We're actually they all, it, yeah. All the characters yeah. have their own storylines. They don't like, they all have to resolve it by the end it's, of that episode. It's, it's the wire of like music movies. Yeah. <laughs> I like, it's just like, and then it's them hanging out basically yeah. and telling, and like there's funny stuff that happens. And it only takes place, I think, in just that one location, right? That one, yeah. yeah. One Never location really... one day. It's very, very similar to Clerks. Mm. Yeah. Um, with, the overall attitude with a convenience store Carefree, type. you know. It's like Pretty clerks much. with more movie right or music rights. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I do that. Uh, other characters, well, we talked about Lucas. Lucas is like this carefree, like, he just, irrit- I feel like he just tries to irritate people. He's like just calm the entire time. He's like really calm. I feel like he just tries to irritate Joe the entire movie. Yeah. And I'm surprised Joe doesn't snap earlier in the movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we've also got AJ, who they kind of push... I feel like they tried to push AJ as our main character. They push everybody as a main character. Yeah, they kind of do. Except but, for like the person that lives in the alley and then the pizza guy and uh, Warren. So you said everybody except for three people? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, Tobey Maguire. And, okay, uh, yeah. So Tobey Maguire is in this movie. Um, did you guys see this? He was cut out. Yeah, he's his. Uh, I think he like asked the director to cut all of his scenes out. Oh, really? But they left it. They left his credit in. The special fan edition of the movie. What's that? It's the version that we watched. But I didn't see Tobey Maguire in it. 
they uh, no they they left the the credit in oh, only I'm that sorry. version. Yeah. Okay. So what's the difference with the fan edition that one we watched? Looked the same as what I watched back in VHS. Okay. Yeah, there was nothing, nothing that stood out where I was like, I don't remember this. No. Maybe the girl part. Yeah. Maybe the girl part was added in from the beginning. That might I don't know because I don't ever remember that scene. That's like the one scene I don't I do remember not from the movie. Because if you cut either. that okay, if you cut that opening scene and like cut out the part with the girl showing up, yeah, like you basically have him saying the rules and then it cuts immediately to him breaking all the rules and taking the money. Because I thought like you know what I mean. So it makes more sense that way instead of like that girl showing. For what up. I remember, it was like him in the store after hours. He like smokes cigars, finds the music town. Yeah, thing, and then, and then just goes, goes straight. straight yeah. To, yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything with that girl at all, whatsoever. Yeah, that might be added in. I will say with Lucas, and maybe I realize it more this time, but Lucas always has these really deep things to say, and the way he says them, they sound deep, but if you really think about them, they're not at all. Yeah, like he says, someone comes up to him and like, or AJ comes up to him, he's like, "Hey, what's with you today, man?" And he's like, "What's with today, today?" Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be all deep, and then actually, there's a line in the beginning where he's talking about vinyl. And he goes, you know, a lot of people say they can't hear the difference in vinyl, but that's what I think makes it so great. And you really think about that? He's saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So I think that's supposed to be like the humor in his character. Uh, next character, we got Deborah, who is kind of... Who's Deborah? Deborah is a girl who shaves her head. Mm. Oh, okay. Robin Tooney. You said it looks like me? Yeah. 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 It kind of looks like Chris at one uh, moment. Because we both have the same haircut. Yeah. Um... <laughs> She shows up. She's kind of a, a mess. She's struggling with... Actually, her character, thinking about some more, her character is kind of the glue that everybody comes together at the end. Oh. Yeah. You kind of think about it. Yeah. Well, she literally walked right off the set of The Craft and just walked right onto the set of Empire Records, and she's yeah. like, hi, I'm the same character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she just wears a wig on, on The yeah, Craft. She just takes the, yeah, she just cuts her hair yeah. from The Craft, and she's already... Do you think the... she does wear a wig in The Craft? I don't that, know. The Craft is like right after this. Oh, is it? Is it? Well, the craft's like 96, 97, isn't okay. it? Maybe. Yeah. It was around that Scream era. I bet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It I was bet right you. before the Scream era, I think. No, so. craft was after Scream, I is think. It? I don't know. The craft might have been before it Scream. It might be same year because I think Nev Campbell was like the star of Scream and then also was like double duty, basically. Yeah, that, because okay. yeah, cause otherwise she would have been, been a bigger name in the craft. Because the craft has her and guy, I can't think of his name, of Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. yeah. We gotta do that for the podcast. Maybe okay. I'll think about it. Well, I'll, let you, I'll let you know what I decide. Okay, so, cool. All right. Yeah, um, we also got Renee Zellweger who plays Gina. Um, Not Gina. I was just saying the same thing. <laughs> um, she's kind of like she's supposed to be your rambunctious, like free spirit. She's, yeah, very outgoing, if you will. Yeah, she actually kind of seems more like a preppy type girl that wouldn't get along with the rest of these people. No, just me. Yeah, I think just you. Okay. And then next we got Mark, who's probably the best character out of all of them because Mark is Mark is played by Ethan Embry, and I think Ethan Embry gives a hundred percent in this movie. Oh yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. But man, let's just talk about some scenes that he's in because we laughed a lot. But he was an idiot. It, it's because he basically acts like he's like the record store ghost, and everyone just ignores him. Because <laughs> like, like he'll just be in the scene like dancing or doing something really weird. Like, and they nobody, have to notice me or something. Nobody acknowledges him. <laughs> yeah, he's like Beetlejuice. Nobody like, he sees just, like, me. <laughs> he's trying to knock over like CDs with his dancing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does, Poltergeist. He does a lot of like talking to the camera. Yeah, but it's not enough. Where it was kind of like, oh, he's our narrator. He's talking to us. Yeah, like random things like. He'll like look at the camera. Like at one point, we we have a character named Warren who robs the store. Like, but his name isn't Warren though. It's Warren Beatty. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Warren, Warren Beatty as a seventeen-year-old yeah. kid. <laughs> um, 
and he steals some CDs and runs out of the store. And Mark looks at the camera and yells shoplifter at the top of his voice. Like, he's talking to us. And it's funny. You know what's like kind of, It's only funny because... We don't know what's going on. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, why is this happening? You know what's kind of creepy, though? Like, what if he can see us? That's like, crazy. what if he's the only character in a story that he could see the audience? That's insane. You know what I mean? What are you talking about? Like, so what, like, if, what if Empire Records world's real and we're the fake world and he can see us? Holy shit, dude. You're blowing my mind right now. Yeah, no, I had some of the brownies that Ethan Embry ate. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I feel, I feel like when they talked about the brownies that he was getting, they're totally, you know, weed brownies. Oh, sure. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I put extra sugar in them. And I was like, oh, maybe they're just really a lot. Of, maybe it is sugar. I don't know. I feel like this movie is so bizarre. Like, no, why would you he not wouldn't be just tripping, say... He wouldn't be tripping and seeing himself in a Guar video. Well, maybe he he's that high, like, on a sugar high. He's Ooh. Like, Ooh. Yeah. Which is the best scene in the movie I think we all agreed on. Don't they, do, don't they say sugar high in that song at the end? They Sugar do. high. But it's all about marking those brownies. Sugar high. Yeah. Watching war and thinking in your the band. band. You know, it sounds like a song. You know that one hit song that she sang at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's this, like, I, I'd probably say it's the iconic scene in the movie. Oh. Where Mark is watching a Gwar music video. He's got chocolate all over his mouth. Yeah, and it's like stuck in his teeth. Guy doesn't care, man. Yeah. And he starts to have this like sugar high. I think it's sugar. I don't think it's a drug thing. I really think it's a lot of sugar. But doesn't the pizza delivery guy uh, say he's going to sell his drugs, brown drug brownies? Well, he doesn't. But he doesn't say drug. He just says I'm going to sell my brownies. My sugar brownies. Yeah, he says. Yeah, he's going to sell oh, his man. brownies. Yeah. So maybe it's just a lot of sugar. Maybe it's a little. Maybe it's a metaphor for being high, and it's a sugar high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they did talk about for a second like drug use is bad in the movie. Okay, so it's like a, like a, one of those stand videos or like the truth videos. Yeah, but yeah. like weed's okay. Dare you know what I mean? They're like, like you can't take speed. Speed kills. Like, but weed's okay. But here's some, or, yeah. But I think it was just a sugar pill, right? That she took. It was. It wasn't speed or I thought diet. It was speed. Was it? It is speed. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. said, it, "Yeah, I don't know." She got it, really like hyper. I think it was just allergy pills. Oh, okay. Allergy. She, she was taking a lot of allergy pills. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Zyrtec. A lot of yeah. Zyrtec. Claritin. <laughs> you can't take that too many Claritin. You get sick. <laughs> Actually, does anybody know what will happen if you take too many Claritin? No, do you? I don't know. Oh, you want to cool. try it sometime? We should. Sounds horrible. Yeah. Sounds like I'll be able to get through spring. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> sounds like it'll be my last spring. <laughs> oh, God. It sounds sad. Well, anyway. It'd be a really dumb OD, but yeah, you OD'd on allergy medicine. I think it's probably possible. Yeah. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> that would be. Next, I want to talk about a character that you... Uh, I'm going to see if you guys know the name of these next two characters. There's a guy that lives in an alleyway. And he, he always carries his guitar. What was his name? Ben. Oh. Benny. Oh, it was uh, uh, Nick Cave. Yep, Nick Cave. <laughs> his name was Berko. Berko? B-E-R-K-O. Berko? Berko? Oh, Berko. Okay. Oh, okay. And like there's the, also the another Burko character. Experiment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you guys tell me the name of the pizza delivery guy without looking, Hanto? Um, no, 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 Hanto, don't no, answer, I'm Matt. Not look, no, I'm not looking, dude. Is it Warren? I know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's Warren. I know after seeing it. Yeah, of yeah. course. We looked it up. What was it? Eddie. Yeah. Eddie. Oh, Eddie the, Eddie the pizza guy. Eddie the answer pizza was guy. Eddie. Answer Why was are Eddie. you asking us this? Because there were two characters that I, I don't think... I, I mean, I think I heard Eddie's name. Those were the two guys that were like, their their employment status is questionable at Empire Records. It is. <laughs> and they moved the story forward in tremendous ways. In zero directions. <laughs> zero. <laughs> uh, and then we got one of our other main characters, Liv Tyler, plays Corey, who... I don't know. She might. Be, I don't know. Is she like? Man, I cannot tell you who's supposed to be running this movie. She is like, not. Nobody's running this movie. It, it's not her. even. 
Okay, she has a questionable relationship with AJ. Her, AJ, oh. which is weird. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Renee Zellweger because that's also a questionable relationship. It is a questionable relationship, yeah. friend relationship. Um, but <laughs> no, they don't friends? like her and AJ. Don't have a single scene together until the very end, I think. Yeah. Oh no, no, they have a scene together in the middle of the movie. Oh yeah. When he that. goes, "Hey, I love you," and she goes, "Well, you're my best friend." And I'm like, wait, we're 45 minutes into this movie, and this is the first thing they've had together, and I'm supposed to be like, oh man. Well, actually, yeah, there, like, there was one where, uh, where Anthony LePage or Joe was like kind of causing a ruckus, and he t- uh, took Renee Zellweger and left Tyler outside. That was like a two second scene. Oh yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I do remember. Yeah, that, it's like yeah. Joe's having a bad day, and then next scene. Yeah, and then, then all of a sudden, 45 minutes later, he's like, I love you. Yeah. Like, You're my best friend. I don't want to do that to yeah. us. I've known but you then, for so long. But then at the end of the movie. She's like, I do love you. I just didn't realize it was love. And I'm like, this just happened like two or three hours ago. Yeah, and now it's yeah. like, this is all in less than a day, basically. This entire yeah. day. Yeah. And I, I don't really buy the relationship, to be honest. No. I don't no. see it at all. Well, because she tries to get with Rex Manning. Oh, and yeah. yeah another character. Yeah, Rex Age Manning. Is, Age is getting the sloppy seconds. Yeah, he's <laughs> literally getting like... <laughs> Blue cheese seconds. Oh, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. Okay. So Rex Manning is... Rex Manning is this musician who was kind of like big in like the seventies, I guess. I think he was like also on like a like a Brady Bunch show or something like some sort who, of TV yeah. show. Who is this guy supposed to be based off? Of? Like, I mean, I got like a Neil Diamond vibe. Okay, I got like um, but the, from the TV show. That's got to be like Partridge Family or something. That's, that's what, I what I was thinking. Yeah. Or monkeys or yeah. something. But he's Gomer Pyle. Yeah, supposed to be <laughs> Gomer. yeah, yeah. He's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Um, so, no, he's coming to the store that day because it's Rex Manning Day, and they're promoting his new album. And Liv Tyler is, like, obsessed with him. And she's yeah. like, I'm going to sleep with him. He's going to be my first. That's actually, like, when she goes up to... Doesn't she, like, say it to everybody that she's, like, going to lose her V-card? To... Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. She's just walking around with her V-card, like, holding <laughs> it up in the air. And she's like, where do I clock this in at? <laughs> where do I throw this away? <laughs> um, and so she gets with Rex Manning, and they're in the same room, and he's eating a salad. And she comes in, and she takes off her sweater, and then she takes off her skirt. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh. oh. Uh-huh. Super hot scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. And oh, she's just naked, right? What? <laughs> no, she, so she's sitting there in her bra and her panties, and Rex Manning's like, you really want to do this? And she's like, I do. And he unzips his, he unzips his oh, pants. Oh, man. And he grabs a bottle of blue cheese, and he's like, I hope you like blue cheese. Dude, having watched this so many times... When, like when it first came out, I'd never. Understood. I have never gotten that reference yeah. before. And I now, thought, being in our thirties, <laughs> it's, it's such a weird scene. I mean, this guy was going to pour highly inappropriate. It is so inappropriate. Yeah, he was going to pour blue cheese on his dingling, all over his, dingling. all over his pants and everything. Yeah. And I'm sure he's probably he's like take this like, to the dry cleaners right now. Yeah, he's going to regret the mess that it made. <laughs> and she runs when out, his... and she's like completely upset about this, and. To kind of get back at Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger sleeps with him. But I don't understand why. I like, don't know why she does it. I guess, doesn't she, like, they get in a fight, right? No, she tells her, she tells Renee Zellweger that she's a slut, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. She's like, you'll sleep yeah. with anything. Oh, yeah. and she's like, yeah, watch anything this. that crawls and moves. Yeah, and then she does it to yeah, prove like, her right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, gotcha. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. get the, the science behind that. Renee Zellweger likes blue cheese. Yeah, she likes it so much. <laughs> and then uh, one of the last characters we kind of mentioned earlier was Warren... Warren steals CDs from the store, gets arrested, comes back with a gun, gets arrested, and he gets a job at the store, and he comes back that night to work. 
So in a matter of like 24 hours, he's been arrested twice. He's got the job, and he's back. I'd say home. even in the matter of like maybe two hours. At e- that yeah, point. yeah, even. But I mean, and there's a lot of like random scenes in this movie. I mean, the scene where AJ glues quarters to the ground—it's his art. Which is, what do you think his art's trying to say? Like, that he what, sucks at art. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe maybe it's like maybe I'm digging way too deep into this movie. But maybe like the quarters on the ground, and Warren trying to pick it up. Is like the burden on our backs to make as much money as we can. Oh, is that no? Oh shit! Oh, wow. No, that could be. Yeah, that it's probably be, not. But I'm just throwing that. That out could be there. like the whole. That's the whole movie. That's the it whole is. Movie. Lucas is trying to get the movie or the money to save the store. If they're the party to get the money to one, save the store, one quarter at a time. Wait, what? He's yeah. trying to get the money one one quarter at a time. Okay, okay. So in case they need like the emergency one, all they do is they just pick the quarter off. Pick a quarter up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> um, I was trying to think. Oh, there's a lot of references in this movie as far as, like, 90s nostalgia. Yeah. Um, hey, what about that well, soundtrack? Well, it wasn't nostalgia at the time. It was like... Oh, yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It, you can't have nostalgia at the time. <laughs> you can't have nostalgia if it's happening. Yeah, you that's right, You can't have man. Trump nostalgia. Ooh, yeah. yeah, there is a Trump, uh, Trump Plaza. Oh, there yeah. is. There's Trump Plaza. We got... Um, you pointed out there was a, a big window with Super Nintendo. Yeah, in the uh, that was weird. Empire was... Records sells video games as well. Yeah, and yeah. Um, CDs. CDs. What are you trying to say, bro? No, you okay. guys remember them? Yeah, I do. What's weird, okay, watching this movie now is like how what the turn is now because like um, obviously like vinyl's huge now. Yeah, and CDs are out, and a lot of the argument in that movie is that vinyl's better than CDs. Yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I collect vinyl, but I still think digital music sounds better than vinyl. Well, sure. I guess it just depends on what sort of sound you like. I like, perf- like preference-wise. Yeah. I like listening to vinyl because of, like, the scratches and stuff. You know, the little popping sounds. I do, too. I do, too. But it's hard to, like, certain older ones, it's like, it's hard to listen to it and oh, be, like... Oh, yeah. If they're in shit condition, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. And then you got your other stuff. You got, like, Game Boy shows up. Um... Uh, there's a lot of music references, obviously, because there's a record store. Eric Clapton? A whole lot of Eric, Eric Clapton. Guns War. and Roses. Yeah, there's an Axel conversation. Okay, so you brought up, though, there's a, a part in the movie where Joe gets upset, and he goes to play drums, and he plays drums to ACDC's mm. um, if, you want blood. Blood. if You Want Blood. Oh, yeah. And Chris made a point at during this was that at this like at this point like they like they're thinking like all oh, this song's a classic. Yeah, But yeah. this movie's like probably how many years from so that song? Well, no, Is I wouldn't like, say like, I wouldn't say they think like it's a 13 classic. Thirteen years max, maybe. Yeah, so it's like it's you know a little bit over a decade, and um, so like the equivalent would be like. Well, okay, so at this point when they're playing the song in the movie, "If You Want Blood" is fifteen years old. So to them, it's like all right, let's put on "If You Want Blood" and jam out to it. To us, we're like, oh man, why are they listening to such an old song? Yeah, you know, they're a bunch of teenagers. But that's the equivalent if we're listening to like Nelly's "Hot in Here." Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. <laughs> that was no. the go-to. Or Missy Elliott's Work It. Uh, anything else? Keep going. Dixie Chicks, Long Time Gone. Nope. Keep going. Um, <laughs> by the Way by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, oh, that okay, might be okay. Go. So yeah, if we played By the Way by Red Hot Chili Peppers to us, that would be like... Yeah, that's, he, that's normal. But for just, some reason, it seems like a classic. And I think the go- what goes to say there is that there's definite style gaps between uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, right? And that they almost seem so far away from each other. Yeah. Like, they don't seem, like, as cohesive. But, like, the last, like, 20 years from this point have been very much the same 
two decades. Yeah, like, been, that, just, been, that just seems that way to us. No, I know, but it, it seems they seem so close that there are no style gaps between like the early two thousands and now. There's really like it's really that, been like, that's not true at all. It's really been like the same kind of no, music, it hasn't. the same kind of. Like, I mean, early two thousands, you had like the new metal, Limp Bizkit, Corn. Yeah, stuff. yeah. And then you went into the whole like white stripe strokes, like old. Yeah, but it's not. It's not but it's not significant yeah. of a style or. A, yeah, it is. A, and then it went into like then you had like the Killers and all like the. Um, they brought back like the keyboards with the, like the like, synthesizer yeah, exactly. electronic kind of yeah. yeah but it's not I'm saying they're not significant enough to be like oh that feels like it was forever ago it's like no a lot of music that's just because we're living it other people who don't aren't us like kids that are like 12 right now or whatever and they're growing up they see the gaps in music oh, yeah, for I don't, sure. they didn't, they didn't I don't, sure yeah, yeah they I didn't grow no, up I don't think it. I think what I'm saying is the past 20 years I don't think things have I think besides technology changing we haven't really changed like there's no really huge significance between because early you lived through it. and now, yeah, because you lived through no, it. No, but no, but you, then Man, you this is like, an opinion, actually, dude. I think you you would be very. If surprised. somebody, yeah. if somebody who lived through the sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties, yeah. you can obviously tell the differences between each of those decades. No, they I, would not look like the same decade. You should take a look at some pictures of yourself back in the early two thousands. Well, okay, but like what you're, you're talking about, like with the eighties, you're having like what music comes out in the eighties to what music comes out in the nineties. It's dramatically different. Like, one is response to the other one. Sure. And with the music we have now, our music's not a response to Anything. music that was out... Yeah, it's just whatever. ...ten years ago. I think so. I don't think so. Okay, well, that's an opinion we'll just disagree on. Because you lived it. You didn't... <laughs> you brought... This is your This Dude, is your if argument. if I got a chart out... <laughs> I'm, and agree, showed you, I'm explaining okay. your argument. If I got a chart out and I showed you music from... No, that's not my argument at all. Yeah, you said, like, how does this look like a classic? No, I said to us, to, it looks like... How does it look like a classic to them, but No, not. it's not a classic to them. That's not what I said. I said, to them, that's a normal song that's from 15 years ago. Yeah. To us, we're like, oh, that's an old song. Why would all these teenagers be into it? That was sure. what I was saying. But I think if you go back 10, 15 years, the music style is completely different than it was now. Five years ago, completely, it changes. It's, I don't think it's changed that much. I think we're kind of like in. A, I think we've been in a rut with like. Well, that's because you only listen to the same music. And I think same with movies. I think movies have listen kind your, of movies have kind of been the same for the past. Well, dude, like, if you listen to Rush for forty years. years in a row, nothing's going to change. But like you look or at switch out that Lou Big mix. Switch out that Lou Big mix tape, man. But I don't know. But even talking about movies though, like you look at like. What movies come out in the '80s to what movies come out in the '90s, and there is a dramatic difference. Sure, but that's mostly like in in the cinematic style. Yeah, that's yeah. All it is. Well, I mean, but you like you got like how many big budget movies in the '80s, and then you get to the '90s, and the independent scene really takes off. And those are two different kind of like, but it's very obvious like these are '90s movies and these are '80s movies. Okay, two thousands. Yeah. I'm not saying there's no way. There's really sometimes there's no way to tell like all oh, Spider-Man like that's really two thousands. Like. New Spider-Man. That's later two thousands. Like, there's really kind of no difference. Like, yeah, there's the same. I think so. Look like the same movie. Just look at the people that have frosted tips in the older movies. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's yeah. how you distinguish. He's the... got cargo shorts on, yeah. so this must be the early two thousands. <laughs> so Empire Records, okay. right? <laughs> hey Matt, do you uh, do you tip bartenders? <laughs> <laughs> Not for beer. <laughs> Three months. Oh my god! Just wanted to bring that up real quick. Um, <laughs> Just checking in. So okay, do you guys like legit like watching this again? Do you think this is a good movie? Uh, it's okay for me I like it because I, I've watched it so many freaking times I think it'd be a really fun TV show I, I, I agree I think this would have been a better TV show I think it would have been better good miniseries I think if the 70s show would have been turned into a two hour oh, movie okay. it yeah, would yeah. look like this yeah. that's kind of cool I'll give that yeah. to you sure I, I, I don't like the movie See, I, I say I don't like the movie but that hour and 45 minutes I was never bored I wasn't like oh man just end this like I was entertained the entire yeah. time. There's, I mean, yeah. we were definitely having fun watching it and yeah. commentating yeah. and stuff. And the music's really good in it. Yeah, um, so talk about that soundtrack. 
Soundtrack. We got we got we actually got don't even couple know. Couple hits by the cranberries. Uh, I think there's only one. I heard. I thought I heard. I thought there was about a hundred two cranberry songs. <laughs> 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 cranberries, my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> Um, I know there is at least two Jim Blossom songs. I thought there were two Cranberry songs for sure. No, you had two Cranberries for lunch. Oh, that's right. (laughs) right. It's a diet thing. It's a diet thing. He's sick. Um, What else was played in the movie? Um, Toad Toad the Wet Sprocket? Toad the Wet Sprocket. What else we got? Oh, ACDC. There's a part where they play ACDC. Oh, yeah. What song was it? Chris was talking about how it... What is happening? (laughs) Matt, do you tip bartenders? (laughs) Not for beer. (laughs) Not for beer. Ponto had two Cranberries for lunch. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to like... The recap. <laughs> Better than Last five minutes in Cinema Cult. <laughs> <laughs> Previously in Cinema Cult. Oh, yeah. There's definitely two Cranberries. Is there? Yeah. Or the two songs. It's How and then uh, Liar. I, I knew it. Okay. Yeah, I knew it, too. I got your back. We got oh, it. Oh, then there's yeah. two Cranberry songs. Two Cranberry songs. I heard them. <laughs> I heard them. <laughs> Is there three Jim Blossom songs? Um, I don't think so. I'm going to say three. I think That'd be awesome if there wasn't even one. <laughs> Why'd you guess three? That's that's weird. No, I think it's just one, dude. What do you got? Go. Uh, one second. Gore's uh, on here? Till I Hear From You. That's the only one that's on there? Mm-hmm. Really? Is there any Alice in Chains songs? We saw the poster for Facelift the entire movie. But I don't think there was any Alice in Chains But I don't think I heard songs. a single Alice in Chains song. Nope. No, that's weird. Chains. weird. You'd think like, they would have the rights to at least one of the songs yeah. for like promoting that band. The Dire Straits is there. Dire Straits. Okay. Uh, suicidal Tendencies. Okay. Um, Gore? Is Gore on there? Dishwalla? No Dishwalla. Dishwalla is one of Matt's favorite bands of all time. Actually, the first CD I ever got was a single for Dishwalla. <laughs> oh, really? It was an EP, and it was counting blue cards. Did you throw it in the trash can? No, I listened to it once. I was like, why did I... Like... <laughs> hey, that's actually a really So you threw it in the trash can. It's like, a good song. I asked for this for Christmas? <laughs> and you got Rex Manning. Say No More? Yeah. Monet More. Monet More. Monet More. Um... There was one thing. Uh, who sings uh, the song during the uh, when they're putting the store together and oh. they're getting everything out? It's like, uh, so say a prayer for me. Wow, you really you know. know the lyrics to that. Oh, dude, that's an awesome song. Matt yeah, knows it too. Yeah, it's um, um, I can't like, help you out. Uh, Sponge. Oh yeah, yeah. Sponge. Yeah. I see. I see Sponge on the on the Sponge is on there. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, no soundtrack's really good. Plowed is the name. Plowed. Of the song. Yes, yeah. that's right. So there's no there's no. Uh, there's actually a not lot to say of... anything, not to say anything bad about the bands we just heard because sure. I listened to a couple of them, um, but there's no bands that are still around today. There like, might be a couple. There's probably a couple. I think Cranberries. No, no, like, I think that, Cranberries probably re, uh, re yeah. yeah. They had like long lasting yeah, they're, they're there. presence. Rex Manning, uh, 1989 to 2003, and then 2009 to present. So they're still there. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, there's no. Uh, what are you saying? There's no. Matt, how many? Like Mariah Matt, Carey didn't break up. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Tell me how many how many cranberry songs were on that soundtrack? <laughs> oh my god, two. Did you hear two? I, I heard did. two. Yeah, I heard two. Okay. What the fuck do you want? What do you <laughs> I was setting you up for your joke and you're gonna I be like I heard, heard two the, the way you did that, you're like I was like Do the thing again. Do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing again. Do the thing. Third time, third time. Matt, did you hear any cranberry songs on this movie? There's actually like a lot of songs featured in the movie, but a lot of them aren't on the soundtrack. There's like probably forty songs used in this movie. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I can do that. I can do that. It's a good soundtrack. It's a good movie. <laughs> cool, thanks, man. I approve of Empire Records. <laughs> I approve of the soundtrack. My ears like what they see. <laughs> <laughs> My earballs like it. <laughs> um, we, I do want to talk about some of the scenes I do think the, the movie stands out a little bit for. Like the whole... Actually, the whole shoplifter scene is pretty good. Yeah. 
Um, I do like the whole party at the end. The party at the end is kind of a good way to sum up the movie. Yeah, they make nine thousand dollars in one hour. Yeah, and they don't close till midnight. Yeah. Wait, does he make the enough? only store? The only record store. Or does store he make twenty? He doesn't make twenty seven thousand. No, I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't make the enough money to buy the store. I think it's just to pay back for. Yeah. So if you do the math on that, nine thousand dollars. They're not gonna. Uh, they're not gonna file those taxes on that either. They're gonna get real busted. That's true, man. Uh, Hanto went to school for taxes. Yeah, is that right? For tax evasion. Tax evasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know escaping. all the. I know all the ins and outs. I'm actually escaping tax evasion. <laughs> I'm doing it right now, guys. It's kind of awesome. Would you guys ever watch this movie again? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I think I would. Uh, I don't know. I like, watch it every ten years. I think if it's back on TV, I'd probably watch it. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not going to go seek watching it. I mean, I have it for like it's, the next 24 hours, so I'll probably watch it again. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just so scattered. I feel like, I don't want to say it, I don't want to say it is a ripoff of Clerks, but I feel like they got inspired by Clerks. It's kind of like Singles. Like, I where it was singles. like, Singles in Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Cameron Crowe like, directed it. It feels like they're really trying to cash in on whatever the scene is. The nostalgia. This, well, they're trying to make it a classic at the time. Yeah. Well, because there's a scene after the credits where... Mark and Eddie are talking about the music of the 90s and talking about Primus and the Pixies and how important it is. And it does feel like they're trying to push, like... Yeah, it feels like it's almost like a, the director went into the future and be like, I'm going to go back and make a movie about the 90s during the 90s. And he goes back. I agree. And, it's yeah. not, and that's the way singles it feels like. Okay. And it's all, and I, I want to say they get that because they look at movies from the 80s. They look at all those John Hughes movies yeah. that are absolute 80s movies. They don't try to cash in on um, the time at all. They just kind of like they just are what they are in the '80s. And I think a lot of these '90s movies, like Singles and um, Empire Records, try to look at those '80s movies as like, hey, let's do that, but now, yeah, and try to cash in on whatever the scene is. Well, even on top of that, okay, so all that other stuff aside, with like the nostalgia and all that, do you think this movie represents teenagers? Because everybody in this movie is like. Yeah, yeah, you got your stoner, you got well, your I, artsy dude. And everybody's supposed to be like late teens, I'm assuming. Yeah. Do you think this represents, did you feel like you were one of these characters? Do you think any of the characters in this film represent you? Do you think like, oh, that's Mark, that's me? Well, I don't think anybody would say that, but you know what I mean. Uh, probably Liv Tyler. Because <laughs> when you want to lose your virginity to Neil Diamond? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Bass. Oh, what? Do you, you want to lose your virginity to Lance Bass? It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean you're still you still have your virginity card, your V card? What it's possible. Hold, what am I holding in my hand right now? Oh, <laughs> Who do you do? That's like an upside down A without a <laughs> stick in the middle, <laughs> without a bridge connecting those two sides. <laughs> it's just a mountaintop. <laughs> <laughs> my mountaintop card. Yeah, Turn upside down, Matt. <laughs> If I had to pick a character to relate to, I think old Chris would be like AJ, man. AJ's the man. Yeah. Like, he's deep and he loves art. I think it was the, the rice versa for me. But rice versa? Right, rice versa. <laughs> right. The, right. the San Francisco tree. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so it, go ahead. I was saying, I thought AJ was like someone. I looked up to when I was a kid. Okay, so yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Old Chris would have said that oh, too. I thought you were saying like like. 90-year-old Chris. Like, I'm AJ. Wait, what are you <laughs> saying, bro? <laughs> like, elderly Chris is like, oh, I relate to AJ. Oh, no, no more time travel stuff. I'm talking oh, like, gotcha. younger Chris would be like, AJ is really go. cool. There you go. Okay. Um, I did say older Chris, I think. Yeah, you did. It was really um, I think now, I would probably say, I'm probably more like Lucas to be anything, man. Because I feel yeah. like Lucas is kind of, like, irritating. Yeah. He's kind of an ass, and I feel like you're probably... I'd probably be like, I feel like Angus. 
Who's Angus? It's like from the movie Angus. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. Matt, we're not talking any movie. You just movie. talked about the movie Lucas. <laughs> no, I can't talk about Angus. <laughs> from Lucas. Dude, I bet you that's exactly how your mind registered that. <laughs> I feel like Angus. <laughs> I'm Angus. I'm Angus. <laughs> wow, man, that really threw me off. I don't even know if listeners can be able to understand what just happened. <laughs> talked about the movie Lucas. I said Lucas, the character from the movie, not Lucas. Yeah, Lucas, Sean Astin. <laughs> Wait, yeah, is it Sean? No, it's not. Is it Sean Aston? No, I thought it was uh, no, Corey Haim. Rudy. It's Corey, Corey Haim. Shit, that's Rudy. Yeah. It's Corey Haim? No. Yeah. No, yeah. Lucas oh, yeah, Corey is, Haim is. Yeah, Lucas, Lucas yeah. is Corey Haim. Yeah. Which I remember. Sean Aston's Rudy. Which is like. And Aston. I'm Angus. <laughs> Dude, Angus is what I want to do for the podcast. I think that's Angus. That's another like, okay. hit, hit soundtrack for you, Actually, right? Angus and. Yeah, actually, Angus is a good soundtrack. Angus and Lucas, both cure jerkers, I think. No, I probably wouldn't cry. Yeah, I know. I've never seen you cry in my yeah, life. I have no feelings. I know. Matt, if you had to pick a character from Empire Records, oh, who would you pick? Uh, are we talking about ones we wish we were, or ones we know you we want, are? One, one, okay, we'll do both. One you relate to, and one you wish you related. I'm to. I'm a major slut, so I'd probably pick Renee <laughs> <Zellweger. laughs> That's me, man. But I want to be Joe. <laughs> no, um, okay, I want to be Joe. <laughs> uh, I'd probably be the uh, shoplifter kid. One, one Beatty. Yeah. Because I look like him. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, cool. I don't really relate to anybody in this yeah. movie. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I mean, yeah, it's a stretch. It's kind of tough for yeah. it. I don't think there's anything really to relate to these characters. At least on my end, um, the only thing that stands out for these characters to me is that none of them actually work. Yeah. There's always ten of them on the clock, and no one is ever. They're always in the back like room. Talking maybe about one problems. person working their cash. It's insane. Why are ten people yeah. there? I don't get any of that. They're like they're doing their own thing. Like it just blows my mind. And then AJ has to work a double at one point. Yeah, because they need him. They're like, you got to close, well, man. I think, and I'm gonna harp on the movie for a second, but I think what it kind of gets me is they all seem to be having like major problems. Yeah. Like they all seem like in a in like a bad funk, right? But nobody ever states like what their problems are. Like yeah, except for Robin Tooney. Yeah, except for Robin Tooney. Well, like, that's actually but no, she really people people state her her uh, problems basically. Yeah, but she doesn't even like say what her major problem is. Like, why is she so upset with her life? Sure. She's just like, I'm just she's just suicidal. That's it. Yeah. Well, she just kind of say it towards the end with she, like every character. They don't say they, they you know they look like they're in this like in like I disagree. Dude. They, they look s- like they're all in dog shit. But it's like, uh, dude, but I, like they don't say exactly what. Yes, it is. Yes, they do. Ask me a character, I'll tell you their problem. Um, Rex Manning. What's Angus's problem? God. <laughs> like, what's Batman's deal? No, they, they tell everybody's problem is stated in the movie. You got Liv Tyler who's trying way too hard to get in school, and all she, she takes his speed all the time, and Harvard, Harvard. Is Why is like, it that all, all the characters are always trying to aim for Harvard or, like, because everybody knows Cambridge Harvard. or yeah. all those Ivy League schools? No one's going to say, I want to go to... Honto Community College. You back know? in the day, you never when know. It, nobody knows what that is. This is back yet. in the day when it was hard <laughs> to get in the school. Too. To do cardigan the school? No, I think it's hard to get into school. Okay. Oh, is that um, Hardy Hardy Boy School? Hardy Boy School. <laughs> uh, just to recap, um, <laughs> previously on Cinema Cult, <laughs> two seconds ago, cardigan, hard to get in, and Hardy Boys Community College. <laughs> Matt's got a question for us. Matt, what do you got? All right, so... Wait, are we at the end of the podcast now? We're getting there. We're getting yeah, there. Wait, we didn't, okay, we didn't finish that conversation, but all right. Wait, which one? About why you were stating that they're stating their problems. You do state like, all their problems. Okay, what's... what's um, With Pizza Boy. Yeah, what's the Pizza Boy's problem? He doesn't and, have a problem, man. Life's carefree. Mark doesn't have... <laughs> you no, say for everybody. What about no. Ethan Embry? He doesn't have problems. Okay, what about... Um, uh, Burko. Renee Zellweger. 
Renee Zellweger, she says it. She's, she's sick not, of Liv has, Tyler upstaging her all the time, and she's perfect, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, but it, it she hasn't like, met it, her quota of screwing guys this year. Yeah, but it literally <laughs> just me. it popped up in, like, one scene, and it popped up in the scene that she decided, like, like to confess it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, we didn't see it build up to that. But they still stated the problem. I think that was kind of, like, the problem with the story, was that you didn't see anybody's problems, like, develop or, like, solutions come. It was just, like, when they had problems, they would state it when they were, like, they would just state it all of a sudden, like, "Oh, this is my problem." Blah blah blah. It was and more. It was, like, it was more of a because, like, we, I think we talked about this before, but with like any form of like um, writing or movies or anything, you don't you show don't tell. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie is big on telling. It's not like, "Oh, this is her problem. I can tell because of this." It's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'll tell you. Here's my problem." You know? But they don't say like, "What's her name? Like, why she's suicidal or why she's yeah, in she?" Yeah, she does. She says it at the end. What did she say? Well, she said something along the lines of. Um, I don't want to be not forgotten. Um, she just doesn't want to be like in the background anymore oh. or something like that. Yeah, but that's so like, but that's so vague. Where it's just like, okay, but what is the problem? You well, know? I don't. Know I feel like are, I'm a man. therapist with all these characters. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you I, need but, to tell but, me what your problem. Just tell is. Tell me why. Just tell me why your problem is. All right, here's my question for you guys. What do you got? I'm excited. Is it good? I hope so. Yes. All right, there's a scene in the movie where we've talked about it already in the podcast where Liv Tyler is about to cash in her V card mm-hmm. okay. to Rex Manning. All right. All right. And Rex Manning is a very popular singer. Sure. Um, so, who would you cash your V card in for? <laughs> and what kind of and dressing what, would you use? And what kind of dressing? <laughs> what kind of salad dressing would you would like? Wait. So if we had okay. Okay. So if you had. So the the question is this: If you have to cash in your V card, who would you cash your V card into? What celebrity? Like any, like any, any celebrity. We're not talking about just musicians. We could do. Uh, that's who just musicians. Can they be? Can they be tall people? Because I don't like tall people. <laughs> they can be any people. <laughs> uh, okay, so musicians only. Yeah. Oh, musicians uh, only. That's you want to do. That's you. That's that's. We'll do it. Just musicians. Okay. So are we're we talking, only doing musicians, right? Okay. Are we talking about when we were in high school, like the people that are men, huh. or just in general? Let's do high school because then we can put a certain like uh, date on it, uh, sure. and we can put on like who we ever were crushing on at the time. So that way we're not doing all time, and also we're stupid and we're naive in high school. So it's yeah. like who would we cash in our V card to? Okay, um, let's see. I was sixteen in two thousand one. Man, you're old. I know, right? Um, I might say Gwen Stefani was probably up there. That's yeah. Oh, yeah Gwen dude. Stefani was. That was like more lower school. Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> because that was like uh, that was like Gwen Stefani with uh, pink hair. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Two thousand one. What was Natalie and Brulia? Who? Wait, what? <laughs> Natalie, is it Natalie and Bruglia? I don't know what you're saying, man. Really? From from uh, is she from a band or just Natalie and Bruglia? I, you could say it all you want, man. It doesn't make me understand it. Okay. Ta- <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> um, you, you I think mine would be Shirley Manson from Garbage. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that would have been like I, I, some, like I said, she's scary. To, but I would have to think about like what girl, okay. <laughs> what girl, and what band or what you know. That I was attracted to at the time I was 16, 17. So I'd be like, ah, Shirley Manson from Garbage. That's the one that's yeah. coming to my head. I'm sure I'll think of like others later, but that's the one that's like. I'm trying to think who was big at it. I mean, Britney Spears, that was like when she was like first coming out. I was like, yeah, but when you were in high school, she was going through her crazy phase. Not at all, no. I think. It's like 99, it's like 99, 2000, yeah. yeah. Was it really? Oh, so she was just like, yeah. she was just getting going, man. Nine, yeah, 99 was like her first single, I think. And then like 2006 was like her. Or, or, um, her, um, breakdown. 
pretty much Kurt Russell's breakdown. Kurt Russell's breakdown. <laughs> she watched it yeah. and reviewed it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Chris, who was Gwen Stefani. All right. Hanto was Nelly and Brulia. And mine was Shirley Manson. Those three are Rex Mannings. They are. Yeah. And now what salad dressing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to... <laughs> Two part question. A nice grape vinaigrette. <laughs> So I think that's going to wrap up Hanto's pick on Empire Records. Good pick. I yeah. enjoyed watching this movie. It was movie. good, yeah. yeah. Uh, next week is my pick, and I am freaking out because I haven't picked in a while, and yeah. I love the pick. So I got options. I got... You only have one. You can only pick one. Yeah, I know. Don't come up with a list. Just, I don't, okay, oh, man. It's, just, it's, it's like for? the question I just asked. Yeah. It's like he's going to give me like four choices, and it's going to end with, I don't know. Yeah, you guys <laughs> You guys pick. You guys pick. Wendy's or Skyline Chili? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can either. I'll give you three, and you pick one of them. No, you pick. It's Guardian, your choice. Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Okay. Okay. Departed. Oh my god, dude. Oh wow. Well, that's. Big. I don't think I can talk shit about. Departed's or, in my top ten movies. I know. That's a movie I, I can watch whenever I want. Yes. <laughs> or oh, we can do. Because oh, I'm a grown man. <laughs> there's shit I want to say about Departed though that like okay. I don't think I've ever heard anybody bring up. And I want to do Ghostbusters versus Ghostbusters two. Those are the three around my mind right now. Okay. So what do you guys think? The Ghostbusters versus is going to be like we have to double double duty. No, basically with the Ghostbusters one, we'll just watch them and we'll talk about them. Okay, okay, I got it. I know what we're doing. Join us next week as we do a profile on Leonardo DiCaprio and we watch the Martin Scorsese film The Departed. Is that good? Yes. Yes. Okay. So join us next week. Uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, rate us in any social media platforms. Uh, any reviews anywhere you can rate us we appreciate it and tell your friends as well as always thank you for listening and as always (laughs) I do say that all the time (laughs) you okay and as always I'm Chris I'm Matt and I'm Hanto we'll see you next time